You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tonight, we're going to talk about game changer. And uh, my prayer is that uh, as after hearing the Word of God, we'll be sold out on the things that God called us to do in our church. And God called us to even to not just to do, but even to reach out and having this vision for the next or for the future leaders of this nation. Okay, and um, we're going to talk about change for this evening. And nothing is permanent except change. Tama ba? Okay, some wants changes in their lives. Some, okay na, contento na. Okay na, hindi ko kailangan magbago. Diba? But uh, most of us, maybe you can relate on this na kailang gusto natin ng pagbabago and every day we can hear this actually in, in this nation hindi lang po sa church natin di ba and uh, later we're gonna talk about that and we heard the word change is coming before the election okay we heard that and we see some of that today nakikita na natin yung mga pagbabago na sinasabi natin noon oh, Magkakaroon tayo ng mga pagbabago. Magkakaroon tayo ng pagbabago, hindi lang sa, dapat hindi lang sa nasyon na ito, sa nation natin, hindi sa bawat individual na buhay din natin. Okay? Again, yes, it's hard, lalong-lalong, okay, if you are planning to change, bawat sa buhay natin, medyo mahirap po. Tama ba? Mahirap mag-diet. If you're planning, I'm gonna change my diet starting tomorrow. Okay? And then, the next day, dumating na yung tomorrow, sabi mo, I'm gonna start my diet tomorrow. <laughs> okay? Yun ang parati mong sinasabi, dumarating yung araw, pero hindi mo nagagawa. Di ba? Medyo mahirap because you need to sacrifice things. Hindi ka kakain ng kanin, di ba? Nung mga matatamis, yung ice cream, di ba? Tsokolate, paborito mo, yung paborito mong uh, tsokolate na kinakain mo everyday, di ba? Chocnut. Yon. <laughs> ang hirap. Nahirap ang mag-diet. And then some people will ask me, some people knows, know, alam po ito, no, na I don't eat rice for almost two years already. And sabi niya, Pastor, paano mo nagagawa yan? Diba ang hirap, diba? Pag kumakain ka ng, ng uh, kare-kare, anong ginagawa mo? Sabi ko, di kinakain ko yung kare-kare. <laughs> na may bagoong. Wala nga lang kanin. Okay? It's hard, yes, from the start, if I want changes in my diet, dito sa katawang kong ito, of course, I have to sacrifice some things. Tama po ba? You need to sacrifice some things. And the same way in this uh, changes that we're going to talk about, yes, we want changes in this life, but let's see kung ano ba yung kailangan natin tanggalin sa buhay na ito, di ba? Again, this uh, particular series, Ano nga ba yung game changer? Maybe you heard this or maybe ngayon nyo lang po nakita, no? Game changer, newly introduced element or factor that changes an existing situation or activity in a significant way. Ito yung isang bagay na parang may kakaiba or uh, pambihirang pagbabago na nagawa. Yun po ang game changer. And we saw that, sabi ko nga kanina, we saw that already the, uh, what's happening in our nation. And you can see this in the internet. Before, pag may sona, ito yung sitwasyon. Tama? Merong mga truck ng bumbero dyan, di ba? may mga nag Pero this particular sona, it became like this. 
This was the scenario during the sona. Okay? What else? Nung sona po dati ay ito ang nakikita. Diba? Ah, nakopalta na yan. Impeachment, impeach na yan. Okay? Maraming oppositions. Once na magdi-deliver ng, ng uh, of course, once na magkakaroon ng sona, merong opposition dun sa presidente. Pero this particular sona, ito po yung nakikita natin about peace talks, about having a reconciliation. Hindi ko pinupumot. Yes, I, I, we can see changes already. Okay? Uh, in fact, um, yes, there are things na hindi, hindi ko gusto na nangyayari, pero I have to obey God. Okay? And, and leave it to God kung ano nangyayari ngayon sa bansa natin. Yes, we can see some changes, but again, we're gonna address some things about the changes happenings in our lives. Okay? Ito po yung nakikita natin. Another thing, uh, every time na mayroong darating na sona, may nag-aaway, Okay, na officials of police and then with the rally uh, yung mga nagra-rally ng mga tao but today we'll see this diba? may pa-selfie-selfie pa Lord, tara, selfie tayo diba? ang ganda eh ang ganda na nangyayari what else? marami po po ito ito, maybe you're familiar with this particular picture diba? every time makikita tayo ng ganyan na sinusunog yung mukha ng uh, politicians natin pero this time Hindi yun ang nangyayari. Okay? Except dun po. Okay. Ayan. Actually, marami pa yan. Maraming paintings po yan, no? Uh, na nakalagay dyan. It's about, sabi nung gumawa, it's about time to make a change. Ang gagawin natin, hindi po puro against sa ating presidente. And so on, so for And of course, this is the real game changer. First time to happen. Hindi po, totoo to. Okay? Tama ba? First time to see this five presidents. Ito po yung uh, sinasabi natin na uh, uh, yung National Security Council, di ba? So, our president now, he asked okay, our, our former presidents. Okay? At nagpulong ho sila. And then, sabi ko, wala akong nakitang ganyan na tinawag niya at in-acknowledge niya yung mga former na nakaupo sa ating gobyerno. Sabi ko, wow. This is different. And let's see what's gonna happen next in this, uh, this, uh, this nation. Again, marami pong pagbabago. Yes. But my question for you, to, for you today, meron bang pagbabagong mangyayari sa buhay mo? Hello? Meron bang pagbabago na mangyayari sa buhay mo? We would like to answer this particular uh, challenge for this evening. Can one man produce this long and lasting change? What will really produce a long, a long and lasting change? Ano nga ba? Diba? So I want you to stand up right now. I want you to open your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 34, verses 1 and 2. In fact, actually, we're going to read the whole uh, chapter later, or I'm going to tell you the whole chapter, chapter 34, but I want you to read with me verses 1 and 2. Let's all read. Okay, in verse 1, Josiah was 8 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. 
and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in the ways of David, his father, and he did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Let's all pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. I pray, God, that you will open our hearts, Lord God. Yung pagbabagong gusto namin as individual, makukuha namin to, Panginoon, sa iyong salita. And Lord, we pray that today or tonight, we will continue to seek you more. And as you give us new revelation and you, as you enlighten us tonight, I pray, God, that we will put it into actions, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Makakaupo na po kayong lahat. I just want to give you some uh, backgrounds about Josiah. Okay? Pag-uusapan po natin ang buhay ni Josiah, which is siya po ang pinakabatang king. Age 8 years old. Tama. 8. So pag-uusapan po natin yung buhay niya. I just want to give you some background. Okay? These are the kings. Yung nakikita niyo pong picture dito, ito po yung uh, kings na dumaan. Okay? That we can uh, see in the Second Chronicles. Si Josiah ay nanggaling po sa linya, okay, sa angkan ni Haring David or ni King David. But again, along the way, medyo marami pong nangyari doon sa bansang Israel. Maraming challenges, yes, there's so many changes ha, na nangyari, but again, there's so many uh, problems, trials na pinagdaanan ng mga tao. Iba't ibang klaseng pamumuno ang dinaanan ng nation na ito, no? But this time, again, we're gonna talk about Josiah, so magja-jump po tayo. Do you still remember our series in Rise and Fall? Hindi na po. Okay. Okay, you can uh, download the podcast. Maybe you can look at the, the series on Rise and Fall. But because pinag-usapan po natin doon si Hezekiah. Okay, so si Hezekiah po, nung nagka, nagkaroon po ng uh, anak, sumunod po sa kanya ay si Manase. Si Manase, and then Amon. And ito po ang mga angkan ni Josiah. Now, si Manase po ay yung kanyang grandfather. Grandfather ni Josiah po yan. Si Manasi po was a recording setting, actually, he was, okay, a record setting sinner. Why? Because in, in 2 Chronicles 33, chapter 33, he led the people, his nation, to go astray, okay? He led the people, the whole nation, to sin against God. Parang sabi ko, wow. Diba? The whole nation rebelled against God. You can find that in 2 Chronicles 33, verse 9 to 10. Okay? Si Manasi po was, actually, he even sacrificed his own children to his false gods. Eh, dito nga po, people are asking, Pastor, can we dedicate our children to the Lord? Yes. And then we have this ceremony. But this particular king... He dedicated his sons to the false gods. So he's so wicked in his generation. Not only that, but God spoke to him to talk to his people. Pero ano pong ginawa niya? Okay, hindi niya sinunod si Lord. He ignored God 
And sino po ang nag-suffer? The whole nation again. Why? Because God is asking Manasseh to tell his people to repent and to turn to God. Ganun din yung kanyang anak, anak ni Manasseh po, which is si Amon. Okay, si Am- again, no, Manasseh, anak niya si Amon. Anong ginawa ni Amon? Si Amon po ay kapikat ng kanyang, kinopi niya lang kung ginawa ng kanyang tatay. Ika nga sabi na, like father, like, kinopya niya. He is also categorized as an evil king during his generation. Okay? Again, Amon is the father of Josiah. In 2 Chronicles 33 verse 22, sabi po doon, he did evil in the eyes of the Lord as his father Manasseh had done. So parehong-pareho. Amon worshipped and offered sacrifices to all the idols Manasseh had made. So, wala. Walang pinagkaiba. He just followed his father kung ginagawa niya. And maybe here, sabi natin, di ba, parang sa bahay minsan, nainis tayo sa mga anak natin, di ba? Grabe ang kulit-kulit mo. Saan ba nila makikita yon, di ba? Maybe they... They saw something, okay? In the house as well, in our family. So, wag tayo magtataka. Sabi nga nila din, anong puno siyang bunga? Wow. Again, this is a, a wicked generation. Again, the generation na pinagdaanan. By the way, Josiah is the 16th generation. Okay? Simula from David. There's a great impact na ginawa ni David ay eh, umabot pa rin naman sa panahon ni Josiah. Okay? Ang nakakalungkot lang po, ito ang naubutan na generation ni Josiah. Going back to Amon. Actually, si Amon po ay two years lang na naging king. Dalawang taon lang. Bakit? Kasi pinatay siya ng kanyang mga officials. At the same time, yung officials na pumatay sa kanya ay eh, pinatay din po. So, sobrang wicked. Yung generation na yun, yung, yung uh, nation na yun during the time of his father. And, and yun ang naabutan po ni Josiah. Okay? Na, yun ang naabutan ni Josiah. And he was eight years old. Naging king. So, if you gonna think about that, papayag po ba kayo na eight years old na maging presidente natin ngayon? Papayag po ba kayo? Bakit? Kasi minsan, di ba, sinasabi, wala siyang, wala siyang experience. Walang alam yan sa lo. Anong gagawin niyang kakain ng banana, apple? Di ba? Maglalaro lang. Tatakbo sa Malacanang. Di ba? Hindi natin maiisip, di ba? Eight years old will lead a nation. But this young boy made a great impact for his nation. At the age of eight, Ito po yung timeline niya. No? At the age of eight, again, he became king. His father Amon was assassinated. So, naging king siya. At the age of 16, he began to seek God of his father, David. He purged the idols of Baal and Asherah and, and so many uh, places pa. At the age of 26, he rebuilt the temple for the Lord. Iyan po ang pag-uusapan natin. 
Medyo may kakaiba pong nangyari kay Josiah when he discovered the Word of God. Something happened to Josiah when he encountered God's Word and this proved to be the game changer for him and the nation of Israel. Okay lang ba? Samahan nyo na ako dito sa kwento nito. Tuloy natin. Kung anong nangyayari kay Josiah. Okay? So tuloy na po natin. There are three characteristics of a world changer which is in the life na matututunan natin in the life of Josiah. Una po, he's a man of conviction. Let me explain that. In verse 18, Then Safan, the secretary, told the king, Hilkiah, the priest, has given me a book. And Safan read from it before the king. I want to give you a particular background on this. Actually, they're rebuilding the, the temple and then they found the, the book of the law. They found the book of the law. And as a, as a king, syempre meron po yan mga advisors. Tama. May, kabine, may mga kabinete yan eh. Di ba? So as a, as a king, meron yang mga nag-a-advise sa kanya. So bata pa lang siya. Okay, there's a high priest which is si Hilkiah. And there's a prophet during that time, si Hulda, giving or giving the instructions from, from the Lord and telling to King Josiah kung gagawin or ano yung kailangan uh, malaman niya during that time. Again, hanggang sa nakita nila, malamang kinikwento ni Hilkiah kung ano yung nangyari sa great-great-great-great-grandfather niya, which is David. Kinikwento niya na yon. And, and when they found, when Hilkiah found the book of the law, tinawag niya yung executive secretary, si Shafan. Okay? Sabi mo kay King, eto, basahin niya. Eto yung mga sinasabi ko noon. Nagkinikwento ko noon, nagaling sa Panginoon. So, ang ginawa ni Shafan, dinala niya yung book of the law, to the King Josiah, and then, what happened? Binasa ni Shavan. Sige, basa. Okay. Shavan read from it before the king, and when the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. He got, actually, parang ano, di ba? Parang Hulk Hogan. Nabuto niya ba yun? Wrestling. But in, it's more than that. He got a revelation when he heard the word of God. In verse 20, And the king commanded Hilkiah, Ahikam, the son of Safan, Abdon, and mahirap na mga pangalan, di ba? Abdon, the son of Micah, Shafan, the secretary, and Isaiah, the king's servant, saying, in verse 21, Go inquire of the Lord for me, for those who are left in Israel and in Judah, concerning the words of the book that has been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is poured out on us because our fathers have not kept the word of the Lord according to all that is written in this book. What? Josiah, nagkaroon po ng conviction. He was convicted when he heard the word of God. When he 
realize that yung mga ninuno niya, grabe pala yung mga ginawa ng ninuno ko. Ang daming kasalanan na kailangan pagbayaran. And now I am suffering, my nation is suffering because of what they, what happened from the past. Although he's not blaming his father and grandfather, but he realized kung gaano kabigat yung kasalanan na ginawa ng nation noong mga naunang generation sa kanya. He was convicted. Nagkaroon po ng conviction. Si Josiah, sabi niya, Oh no, sabi niya, eto pala yun. Kaya pala ang bigat ng nation ko, ang bigat ng nararamdaman, ang nararanasan, pinagdadaanan because of the past. What is conviction? Let's define that. Okay, The quality of showing that one is firmly convinced of what one believes or says. When the depravity of man collides with the holiness of God, yun po yung conviction. This is a byproduct of us colliding with the Word of God. And he realized that, yes, his, yung, yung, mga, yung father niya, yung great-grandfather, ay eh, iba pala yung binibigyan ng papuri. Iba pala yung ginagawa. Iba pala, ibang tao, ibang Diyos yung sineserve ng, ng kanyang uh, angkan. So, ano yung nagbago sa kanya? Ano yung nagbago kay Josiah to have this? Paano siya nagkaroon ng conviction? Through the Word of God. And sometimes, sometimes, or maybe most of the times, when we heard the Word of God here in church or maybe outside, sometimes so, we take it lightly. Ah, okay. Okay lang, narinig ko na yan eh. Diba? Parang, ah, okay, narinig ko na yan. Saka ako nagagawin yan. But do you have the right conviction? Do you have the, the revelation of how importance, yung important, importance po ng word ni Lord sa buhay nyo? Did you ask yourself, Lord, who, ano ba to? Sino ba talagang pagsisilbihan ko? Who will you live for? Maybe you can ask yourself, who is your Lord? Who is my Lord? And this is the, the time when, when Josiah found out that, wow, ito talaga yung tunay na Panginoon na kailangan pagsilbihan ng, ng bansa ko. Josiah's father and grandfather chose to worship false god. They were only bowing down to the pressure of the nations around them. But again, Josiah, because of his conviction, decided not to do that. We can be a game changer. We can be a game changer in this nation by not following the, part the pattern of this world. The pattern of the worldly things na nakikita natin, na na-experience natin ngayon. By having the right revelation of who God is, you may have the right conviction. And you will continue to put your faith in God alone. And when you start putting your faith in God, everything will actually magkakarampo na effect to. The way you believe affects the way you live. Tama ba? 
when you put your faith in God, there will be changes or effect in your life the way we make decisions in life. Yun po yung nangyari kay Josiah. And he made the decision with that when he read and heard the word of God. What Josiah saw is really, sabi niya, in past generations sa pamilya ko, so wicked. Ako na po, ibain ko. No? Parang it's like, sabi niya, I want this to stop right now. I want this wickedness to stop in my generation and start following God alone. You know what? Change starts in the family. Change starts in the family. And godly conviction starts in the family too. If you're a parent here, we need to make sure, we need to make sure that we are involved in the spiritual lives of our kids. We need to make sure that they fully understand the Word of God. You know what? po sa no? Every time that we will read the Word of God, every night with my kids, yung pangalawang anak ko pong babae, Dad, I'm done. Okay, what did you learn? I didn't understand. You're not supposed to read it. Yes, of course, yes, you're supposed to read it, but not just that. Hindi lang basa-basahin mo. You ask questions. You can ask daddy or mommy. Kung ano yung hindi mo naintindihan. Okay, dad. I didn't understand. What's that? <laughs> What's the verse? Like, wow. We were teaching our kids not just to read the Word of God, but loving to know it and understand it. That's why, as parents, we need... Again, to be involved in their spiritual lives. Kaso, in sa buhay ni Josiah, eh, naputol po. Again, the good thing about his life, hindi po niya binlame yung kanyang mga, ang kanyang mga angkan na hindi kasi ako pinalaki ng tatay ko ng ganito eh. Pero, sabi niya, he recognized, okay, that's wrong, but I will start knowing God in my generation. And I will pass it on. Again, change starts in the family. And godly conviction starts in the family as well. You don't blame your past. What happened in the past? You can correct it now. Maybe you're saying, uh, you're single now, and, or maybe you're a student. Kasi nga, yung tatay ko, nanay ko ganyan, hindi naman sila Time will come, but that can start in you. Maybe you're the first Christian in your family and saying, wow, meron pa bang pag-asa? Yes, may pag-asa po yan. And you cannot blame them. But when you, you want changes in your life, in your family, pwede pong magsimula yun sa inyo. Look at the person beside you and tell that person, pwede magsimula sa'yo. It's not too late. One day, for those who are singles and, and young professionals, one day you will have your own family. Maybe it's different kung paano ka pinalaki or how, how they teach you with their spiritual life. But again, it's not too late. You can still know God and pass Jesus to the next generation. Maybe you can say, ah, eh, ano na ako eh, matanda na ako, iho. Magkakaroon pa ba ako ng impact sa mga bata? Matanda na ako. Yes, you can make a great impact. 
for the old generation, katulad ko. <laughs> yes, I'm putting myself already there. The old generation. When the Word of God confronts you or your heart, sometimes nagmamatigas tayo. There are things in our lives na, oh, Lord, gusto ko to. Ah, ito, gusto ko to. Pag kinukorek ka na ni Lord through His Word, ay, parang Lord, ayoko niyan. Tsaka na lang. I don't like that. When the Word of God confronts the heart, we will never be the same again. If we will allow the Word of God to work in us. Do you still remember the first time you heard the Word of God? Do you still remember the time na nag-accept ka sa Panginoong Jesus? Sabi mo, Lord, gusto ko na pagbabago. Because you allowed God to enter in your heart. And you allowed the Word of God work inside your heart. Your life is never the same again. Just like what happened to Josiah. Again, he got the revelation. He made the decision to what? To believe in God alone. The next thing is, of course, he's a man of conviction. And second is, he's a man with commitment. He didn't just believe, but he made the commitment. He made the commitment. 2 Chronicles 34, verse 29. Let me read that. Let's continue the, the story. In verse 29, Then the king sent and gathered together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. So after niya marinig, sabi niya, tawagin mo lahat. Tawagin mo lahat. Yung, yung senat, senador natin, governor, tawagin mo silang lahat. Nagpulong, parang nagsona. Okay? Verse 30, And the king went up to the house of the Lord with all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And the priests and the Levites, all the people, both great and small, he called them. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that had been found in the house of the Lord. So, binasa ulit yung book of the law. This time, it's not just for the king, but for the entire nation of Israel. Wow! Can you imagine? Diba? Parang isang service, buong Pilipinas, pinatawag. Talang service tayo. Ang dami nun. In verse 31, tuloy po natin, And the king stood in his place and made the covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep His commandments and His testimonies. After hearing the Word of God, He made the covenant to the Lord. He made the commitment. Yes, He got convicted. Lord, ayoko na nitong buhay na ito. Ayoko mag-suffer yung nation ko because of the wickedness of the past generation. But today, He said, I will make a covenant, a commitment to the Lord. Okay, and to keep His commandments and His testimonies and His statutes with all His heart and His soul. Ay, wow! To perform the words of the covenant that were written in this book. He declared that in front of His people. I like what uh, the, the message version. Okay, and sabi po dun, the king stood by his pillar and before God solemnly committed himself to the covenant to follow God believingly 
and obediently. So he made a commitment to follow God, that he will continue to, to uh, believe in him, to follow his instructions, heart and soul, on what to believe and do, to confirm with this life the entire covenant, all that was written in the book. He led his people by example. In verse 32, what happens next? Ano pong nangyari? Then he made all who were present in Jerusalem and in Benjamin join in it. He made his people commit as well. He asked his people, are you willing to commit your life to the Lord? Let's do this. Asking the nation to commit themselves to the Lord. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, the God of their forefathers. Yes, after having a decision to put their faith in God alone, they now, they're committing themselves to follow God, to obey Him. The people committed their entire lives to God. Whether you like it or not, people are copying you. Tama ba? Whether you... You are aware or unaware. People are copying you. Natatawa lang po ako, no? Kasi, again, I'm gonna tell you the story of my kids. Kanina pong umaga, my... Yung aking panganay na anak. Dad, look, I'm writing a poem. Sumusulat po ako ng, ano, ng uh, tula. So, pinakita niya sa akin. Wow, sabi ko, I read it. and just, Wow, that's nice. And then, after a few minutes, yung second ko na anak, Dad, I wrote also a poem, and medyo nag-away. Sabi niya, why are you copying me? Okay. Sabi ko, that's okay, Dane. See, she's copying the, the good things in you. Whether you like it or not, people will copy you. Question ko, ano yung pwede nilang kopyain sa'yo? When the people of Israel saw what Josiah did, he committed themselves as well to the Lord. He started committing himself. Lord, gusto ko ng pagbabago, pero kailangan ako ang commit myself to you. And his people followed. My question is, what will happen if we commit to disciple the next generation of this nation? Ibaba na lang natin, what will happen if we disciple our children? Again, there will be changes when we continue to do this. What will happen if we will not do anything? Ano naman ang mangyayari kung wala tayong gagawin? Yes, you can make a great impact to, to this nation, to your family. Whether you're old or young, you can still make a great impact. And lastly, again, we can have this determination to obey God all the time. Be a role model by creating an atmosphere for the next generation. Meron po kayong mga pamangkin. Anak, of course. Anak ng kapitbahay nyo. Create an atmosphere where they can hear the Word of God. Or maybe can see your commitment of following God. This is very important. Yes, maybe you have titos and titas na hindi pa, or maybe your parents, na hindi pa nakakarinig ng salita ng Panginoon. You have the opportunity to tell them. That's why also we have campus missionaries to reach out the next generation inside the campus. 
for the campus missionaries, doon po ako galing. I thank God because someone believed in me na yes, merong pagbabagong mangyayari sa buhay ko. Noong una, hindi ako, hindi ako naniniwala, but again, parang, ah, okay. I encountered God. And that's what happened to Josiah. When he encountered God, he started believing, Lord, ikaw nga ito. And he started committing himself to the Lord. And not only that, he put it down and he passed it on to his nation, to his country, to believe in God alone. Next thing is, of course, yes, he's a man of conviction, man with commitment, and a man who consecrates himself. In verse 33, ito na yung mga susunod mga nangyayari sa kanila. And Josiah took away all the abominations from all the territory that belonged to the people of Israel and made all who were present in Israel serve the Lord their God. All his days, they did not turn away from following the Lord, the God of their fathers. How many here you're praying for your family all the time? Parang puro babae lang po narinig ko ah. How many here are praying for your families? But as a father too, as the leader of the house, we need to pray for our families. Not just our wives. Why? Because we are the one leading them. And my commitment to my family is I'm going to teach the ways of the Lord to my kids. Maybe you heard this from me already. When my father-in-law asked me, bakit mo gusto pakasalayan ako? And then again, I answered him. Sabi ko, I want to have a family that will fully serve God. I would like to have kids with fear of the Lord in their hearts. And my commitment is sharing the word of God to them. Leading them to the Lord. Telling them this is the God that we need to worship. Only Jesus na pwede natin bigyan ng glory. We need to set apart for the Lord. In the message version in verse 33, Josiah did a thorough job of cleaning up the pollution that had spread throughout Israelite territory and got everyone started fresh again, serving and worshiping God. All through Josiah's life, the people kept to the straight and narrow, obediently following God. If you're decided to follow God, don't put yourself in a compromised situation. If you're believing, yes, God is with you. But sometimes you compromise, yes. But if you're going to put the word of God in your heart, you will make a decision. Lord, ayoko masaktang ka. Lord, ayokong maipasa ito sa next generation ng pamilya ko. Lord, ayokong maipasa ito sa mga susunod na generasyon pa. Or sa mga taong nakapaligid sa akin. Consecrate means to set apart for God. Yes, everyone can make a great impact. But it is consecration that sustains how God can use you. Can use us. Again, naglinis si Josiah and the whole nation. Ika nga parang victory weekend po ito. Nangyari. Took out the things na hindi po galing sa Panginoon and they they started serving and worshiping God. Now, at lasting change must start in you, but must not end in you. The change na nangyari po kay Josiah, hindi po minto sa kanya. He passed it on to his people. 
to the family of his nation. The three characteristics of a world changer. He's a man of conviction. Josiah, we need to have conviction of who God is. That we will continue to believe in God as Lord and Savior. We should have a commitment to follow Him all the way. And having, of course, we need to consecrate, we need to set apart for the Lord. And lastly, po, again, lasting change will happen as we encounter Jesus. Katulad ng nangyari po kay Josiah. And we need to pass it on to the next generation. Can we all pray right now? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. I pray God that kung ano man yung narinig namin, Panginoon, for this evening, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to give us convictions, Lord God, to follow you, to have the commitment and set apart, Lord God, for you. That our way, that, that the ways that we're doing is according to your will and purpose. No, we don't want our the next generation to suffer because of what we did. We want them, Lord God, to continue the life, Lord God, that we're having right now. The way we worship you, the way we serve you. I pray, God, that we will pass it on to the next generation. It's not about ourselves. It's about you being glorified. It's about you praising your name all the way, giving, Lord God, the worship that you deserve. Lord, thank you, God, for the revelation for tonight. That, Lord, it's not too late to make a great impact. It's not too late to be a game changer. Yes, changes is not easy. There will be sacrifices. There will be oppositions. Na mga, na, na, mga tao or situation in our lives. But Lord, as we put our, our, ourselves in you, we know, God, that pwedeng mangyari yung pagbabagong inaasam namin sa buhay namin. Lord, we thank you that these things, our God, these things, our God, will ne- never stop. We want to pass it on. Lord, I just want to pray also for our families, Lord God, for our parents here. If you're a parent, I want you to raise your hands right now. I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray God for our mommies and daddies. I pray God that they will not stop sharing your word to their children. I pray God that they will be a good example, Lord God, of your faithfulness, of your love, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you will give them, Lord, wisdom and grace. Parenting is not easy. But again, they can do it because of you. Because they will continue to encounter you every day, just like Josiah. And they will share that to their children. Lord, thank you, God, for our parents right now. Salamat, Panginoon, dahil 
yung salita mo, Panginoon, ay maipapasa nila. Yung salita mo, Panginoon, ay makikita mismo sa buhay nila. Again, help them. Help us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to be a great testimony to our children. I want you to put down your hands right now. I want to pray for the next generation. If you're a student here, if you are, again, or maybe you're single, young professionals, I want to pray for you. Lord, thank you God for these students and young professionals. I, I thank you God. Yes, eventually they will start their own family. But I pray God that they will they can start they can start to make a stand right now for what is right according to your will and purpose. I pray God that they will hold on to your words saying, Lord, I'm not gonna let go of your promises. Lord, I'm not gonna let go of your word so that I can hindi ako hindi ako titingin sa kaliwa o kanan, Lord, I'm just gonna focus myself on you alone. Lord, I'm, I'm going to continue to ask the guidance, the, the wisdom. Lord, I pray God that these young men and women in this church, Lord, I don't know kung ano yung mga background nila, Lord, pinanggalingan nila, but ikaw nakakalam nito. They will not be defined, Lord God, their lives according to their past. But Lord, they will move forward because they have Jesus in their lives. I thank you, Lord, because the changes, Lord God, can happen to anyone as we continue to encounter you every day.